Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oilers now brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. World of Spas is the ideal place to start your daily vacation. Thomas and his staff will take care of you. You can reach us on our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino excitement bet on it. We are going to be doing something unique out at the River Cree in October. Stay tuned on that front. You can participate. And you can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan is double uh, duty. Brendan Escott today at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Escott uh, tomorrow will be on the air with the countdown to the kickoff show is uh, with the Labor Day rematch, 3.30, and then uh, 5 p.m., uh, Morley Scott, Dave Campbell, Blake Dermott, and Brendan will bring you the broadcast of the Edmonton Elks and the Calgary Stampeders uh, live from Commonwealth Stadium. 6.30, Chad, of course, is the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Elks with a booming 50,000-watt uh, AM signal. Uh, hey, uh, Brendan, on my drive up to... Um, Grand Prairie yesterday, I stopped off in White Court, saw my own friend uh, Neil Shuchuk, who used to do the play-by-play for University of Saskatchewan Huskies, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Uh, was based, I think, in Melfort uh, for several years and did some SJHL. He runs the uh, Patterson uh, stations up there. I think I think a couple of them are part of our Weathers Radio Network uh, conglomerate, so it was great seeing Neil yesterday. Wonderful, uh, wonderful guy. And uh, again, Twin Highway the whole way up. I, I did not. It's uh, and it's not a. You know what? what what's interesting? Like you go to you go to Edmonton to Jasper because you're a Kamloops kid, right? So that was the route that you used to take back in the day, right? You betcha. Yep. So you know, once you get like past Hinton, <sighs> it slows right down. Yeah. And then. 30 minutes outside of Jasper as you drive from Jasper to McBride. I probably did that drive 200 times over the years. Then you can really open it up because there is nothing out there. But it was a very pleasant, it just shows you how beautiful our province of Alberta is and just reminds me all the time. Uh, all right. I uh, should mention the guests and orders now receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurant. Book your celebration for the census at jvedmonton.ca. And it was great to hear, Brendan, I talked about driving up uh, in the first are uh yeah 
Uh, and Rich reached out from Brentridge. Thank you, Rich, for uh, for listening. Okay, Rich, I was closer to four hours and five minutes instead of three hours and 50 minutes in terms of driving up and back from Grand Prairie. But Brentridge Ford in Wetaskiwin, well known for their top shelf service department. They don't forget about you after you purchase a vehicle. You can call our Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brentridge Ford. They'll make you a repeat customer. 780-352-6048, your Ford truck authority on the auto mile in Wetaskiwin. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Nick in Spruce says, Bob, I got to say this. It's pretty weird listening to you and Brendan live while cooking dinner. I'm excited for the new era of uh, Oilers now. Well, first of all, uh, Nick, you got one on me because you can cook. I never learned how to cook. Can you cook, Brendan? It's like a selective capability thing. Like if I'm if my back's against the wall, man, you bet you I can. I can't even barbecue. Well, that's that's the master of. Don't you have to give up your man card if you can't barbecue? Isn't that kind of the deal? Well, I think it's a prerequisite to acquiring the man card. See, so. and this is a thing, Brendan. This would explain, like I said to the kids last night in Grand Prairie, that the joke is that the NHL stands for the Never Hungry League. But the reality, and I told them, I said, like, look at me. I gained, you know, I'm in year 16, and I've gained 70 pounds as color guy from 185 until, you know, 250-ish. That's actually a lie. I was already fat when I took the job over back in 2008. But I digress. Uh it is all about the players. Never lose sight of that. George LaRock is going to join us right now. And uh, man, oh, man, talk about some unique experiences. Let's get to that conversation. And we welcome back to the show. He is an Edmonton sporting icon, Montreal-based media personality, and a man who uh, recently spoke as uh, part of the uh, conglomeration of all the rookies that roll into the National Hockey League. We welcome back former Edmonton Oiler George LaRock. Hello, George. How you doing? Bob, awesome, awesome. Always so good, especially when I talk to you. Oh, well, thank you very much, and thank you for joining us. This is the first week of our 5-7 to seven show. We did 12-2 to two the last 12 years on 630 Chet, and back in the day, uh, many years ago, about, oh, I guess it would have been about 17, 18 years ago, you used to come in the studio and join me during the days of the 5-7 to seven show. So seems like uh, we're back to the future here. Well, hey, tell the listeners, where were you uh, this week? Because I know you were involved in an event with a bunch of the NHL, uh, uh, promising rookies out there. Yeah, no, in Washington, we do this every single year. Uh, it's called the, the um, you know, we talked about inclusion, uh, inclusion at the players orientation program that they do every year for the first round picks. The first two round picks, they all go there because they're more susceptible to, to be in the NHL. And uh, in this program, there's many things that they learn. They learn about finance. They learn about social media, what to be careful about. And, and I'm part of the community where we talk about inclusion. So it is awesome. I get to meet the rookies from all different teams. Um, the first pick that were there and I also met the others prospect that were there. And, and obviously I've long talks with them since, uh, you know, I play with the others for so long and, and I'm always so interested to know about the players that are come that will be playing in the others one day. So 
it was awesome to spend time and chat with them. Well, George, just maybe educate our listeners here. I mean, do you tell your own personal story about how you, you know, you literally fought your way to get in the National Hockey League and some of the unique challenges you had growing up uh, in in Montreal? I know you've told some of those stories that maybe people weren't uh, quite as politically sensitive back then as they are now. Are those sort of the things you highlight, or what, what do you talk about with the rookies about this stuff? Okay, we talk about, it's an education thing that we're giving, right? Because to make sure that the NHL want to make sure that the, nothing is ever going to happen in the league in terms of discrimination, right? And I, I shared a story of discrimination that I, that, 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 that I faced in the NHL. Even though I was a tough guy, uh, you know, I talk about that story that happened when I was in L.A. And, you know, and, and tell them how I felt and how proud that I was that my teammates stood up for me how proud that I was that Max T stole out of the bus and all my players followed them to stood up to the players that, that called me racial slur. And I was explaining it to players. And, you know, that's one short example. And, and I'm just cutting it short with you because I could talk about this for hours. But to explain to explain to people that if you ever hear a teammate that, that gets, uh, you know, racial slur thrown at him or anyone else in the matter in your round, be an ally is not always standing up with a sign go picketing and, and, and taking a hard stance. Saying no, taking a stance, using your voice sometimes is enough to make someone feel better, to know that you have his back, you know? And that day when my teammate did that for me, I'll never forget it, and I still talk about it. I will never, no, there's, I have so many great memories in the NHL, and that's one that I'll never forget, Bob, and I tell this all the time, and you know, their lives lit up when I tell them about that story. Well, because, it's, uh, yeah, that's, that's great. It's interesting you mentioned this, George, because I, I know you know this, but you talked about Mac T and uh, Craig McTavish is going to join us every Monday in orders now for contract equipment. It's going to be called Mac T on Mondays. You know, uh, God rest his soul, but Dave Semenko and Tim Hunter, they used to uh, joke about being business partner, uh, partners after their NHL career was over when they do signings with Jack Hooks and the folks at Pro-Am Sports. And... Uh, you know, here's Mac T and myself, and we're going to end up doing a show together, and he's going to have some fun at my expense. But he's a solid dude, wasn't he? Well, yeah. Well, well the thing is, um, there's things that go above hockey, as you know. You know, a coach is not just, you know, taking the best out of, you know, players. You know, you also, you know, you're, you're a big part of their life. And when events like this happen, there's no really, and especially back then, there was no training in terms of what to do. And when Mackie heard uh, what happened on the ice, he didn't have to do what he did. But when he came out of the bus and he went after that players and all my teammates followed him, and I sat and I stayed in the bus, like my eyes were watering, I was in tears. I was so touched by the way that everybody reacted. Because, you know, there was no training. They, they're not black. They don't know what it's like to be called a racial slur. But seeing how it hurt me and the fact that I had their back all the time and they stood up for me, it was awesome. And, you know, and the reason why I talk about that story is because who knows, you know, there's not many minorities in the NHL, but some things will have some. And if a situation like that happened, sharing that story with them, maybe they'll know more what to do. Because often about education, people don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. They don't know how to react. And that's why... Each one of us that were there that weekend, I was there with Anthony Stewart and Mark Fraser, and we all shared stories to sensibilize players to make sure that there's always respect towards one another, and if ever anything happens, to show them what's good and what's wrong. 
We're joined by George LaRock, Edmonton sporting icon, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers. Now, all right, George, you said that uh, there were some of the Oilers players. Who were the Oilers players that were involved at uh, the Rookie Showcase? Well, Borgo was there, one of the first one picked a couple years ago, and Rafael Lavoie was there. So, you know, I talked to them, and they were talking to me about, you know, their year in the AHL and how, uh, you know, they're getting ready, they hope to be ready, and they hope to have a chance, uh, you know, to crack the others' lineup, to play a couple games, and they work really hard. But this is a thing that, uh, that uh, Rafael Lavoie and Borgo told me, and I thought it was remarkable, and I think the listener, they all need to know this. <laughs> Did you know, Bob, that uh, the Oilers training camp is September 20th? Yes. Did you know that officially? Yes. Did you know that Connor wants to make sure so much that the team is going to be ready that he asked every player to come five days earlier? Yeah, everybody's here, George. Um, I I was done. He he asked everyone to come earlier so they start skating together. Right. Because he wants the whole team to be ready. I have never heard of a captain doing that. And that shows you how, like, Connor plays 30 minutes a game. You know, he plays a sparse share of load. And he's excited, he wants to be ready, and he wants everybody to be on the same page, and he asks everybody to come earlier. And that shows you the, the, the sign of a leadership. And you have no, you know, ch- like, imagine being a, being the guy who says, you know what, Connor, I'm just going to roll in right at the, you know, the day before training yeah, George, I'll tell you this week on Oilers Now, we had the new uh, CEO of Hockey Operations, Jeff Jackson. Uh, that, that was on Tuesday. Uh, we had Zach Hyman on the show on Tuesday. On Wednesday, we had a, a sit-down, 10-minute conversation with Connor McDavid. Um, and then uh, we also had his agent, Judd Moldaver, who's got Austin Matthews as well. He's taken over Connor McDavid from uh, from Jeff Jackson. On Thursday, yesterday, we had, we had Jay Woodcroft to sit down conversation with him. And then we had 10 minutes with Leon Dreisaitl. And just before you were on today, uh, we had Matthias Eckholm. So we, we were down there for the first couple of days. The boys literally are all back in town. And when you're, what does it mean to your team when your best player is grinding like that and snaps everybody else to attention saying, hey, guys, we got to be all in right from the get-go. Well, again, we're talking about a player that is playing so much that if someone that could use the, extra, use the extra days of rest, it's him. And when you hear that, you have, to, uh, you have to go. And I'll give you another example of that, right, in terms of leadership. Sidney Crosby, that's what I thought about right away because I played with Sid. You know what was remarkable when I played with Sid? When I played with Sid at that time, he was the best player in the world. Yes. And he wouldn't get off the ice. So, until he, because he didn't get off the ice, we couldn't get off the ice. We can't get off the ice before the best player in the world. He stayed forever. First one on the ice, last one off. And on top of it, and, and on top of the fact that he would never get off the ice, every time there was an optional, he would go on. So, there was no optional skate in Pittsburgh because... Even though the coach would call one, Sid would go on. So because he would go on, the coach and everybody else would have to go on because Sidney's going on. So when I heard Connor doing that, these are the signs of leadership. Great leaders. Practice is important. You practice like you play. You give the right example. You know, he never takes days off. The best player in the world, you know. And you know what? People, they're looking at that. They're like, you know what? He's our right leader. He's our true captain. And that's why people give their max. It's awesome to see that. And, you know, that's why it's a similarity with what Sid did. So when I heard the rookie doing that, I was like, my God, did we have a day of the rising 
pick him as the captain. And people need to know this. The fan needs to know that because, you know, like, I know the, the people want the others to win, and, and then sometimes you go to the leadership, but you know what? And I could tell you this, and, 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 and I would tell you the truth, but Connor, it's not his fault that the team is not winning. He's doing everything that he can, and uh, hopefully we'll get some good bounce in goalies this year. But other than that, like, the way that he plays, how he puts hockey first, he's always a serious guy, and uh, how he conducts everyone, the team, and the, the people that are following like this, those are signs of true leadership. Well, George, as you know, George LaRock joining us in Oilers now. The Oilers led the league in goals scored last year. But they were a different team after they got Matias Ekholm. Edmonton had the best record in the NHL after that trade. They went 18-2-1 in the 21 games Ekholm played. He went plus 28. The Oilers finished, George, 17th in the league in goals against, but they were 9th in the league in goals against in the final 21 games of the year. Um, and as for Connor, as for Connor, since he's coming to the NHL in 2015, he's got the most points, the most assists, the most power play points, and the most even strength goals. And in the playoffs in the last two seasons, McDavid's got the most points, the most assists, the most power play points, and he's second in goals to dry settle. So he's done his part. Um, and it's on the organization, George, to, to build a supporting cast around him, isn't it? I have a question, though, regarding the organization. Last year in the exhibition game, Campbell didn't do too good. Pickard was better. He didn't let any goals. Pickard did. <laughs> you're, you're right. He didn't let any goals in the preseason. He was awesome. This year, if Pickard does better than Campbell, what are we going to do? Are we going to go with Campbell because of contract, or we're going to go with the more deserving? I'm, I'm going to tell you, George. That's going to help you win. Campbell's going to be ready this year. You heard it. Hurt. You heard it here. Now I'm going to throw a curveball back at you. Okay. So you talked about the Edmonton guys. I went to the Alberta Golden Bears game last Friday, and Kirby Doc, who's from Fort Saskatchewan, he was there. And uh, he was there with his brother Colton, who's a Chicago Blackhawk farmhand, played for the Seattle Thunderbirds last year, lost to Patrick Waugh in the Memorial Cups. But Kirby was there, and he was flying to Montreal the next day. And I have to tell you, I was quite impressed. I was impressed that a guy in his last day in Edmonton, in town, elects to go watch his buddies play hockey with the Golden Bears. Um, but tell me about the level of excitement in Montreal. Obviously, the, flans, the fans are on board with Kent Hughes' plan here. They need a healthy Kirby Doc for the entire season. But does he end up on a line with Suzuki and Caulfield, or does he end up centering his own line, George? No, no, no. They, they want a really good, good top two line. He's going to be centering his own line. They, need, uh, they really need that and stuff. So that, that way they could have two powerful lines, and it's going to make a huge difference. So that's why when I'm looking at that, I think that it's going to be amazing, uh, you know, that le- letting those guys play. They know that the team might not, not won't make the playoff this year. The, the Atlantic division is so good. Uh, you know, you look at Buffalo, you look at Ottawa should be in, you know, with Corpy Salo now. And, you know, the competition is going to be very tough. Montreal knows it's another two years before, you know, they could yeah. say that they could uh, playoff team. So we'll see how Montalvo is going to be. Is he going to look like a number one this year? This is something that people... Uh, Excited to see how he's going to respond because he's going to have a bigger role. And, you know, Caulfield, is he going to play full season? Is he going to score between 40 and 50 goals? You know, um, you know, there's so many question marks in terms of, uh, you know, the guys getting better. Goulet, what a full year, how is he going to look like? Last year, if he wasn't going to be, if he wasn't hurt, he, w- he could have been a finalist for the Calder, you know? 
Um, the young guys, Lane Austin, how is he going to do? Mayu, is he going to surprise someone this year? Reinbacker, is he going to surprise someone? There's so many defensemen on this team, you know? So, you know, uh, people are excited to see what, what, what's going to happen. My hope is that teams fight until the deadline before they start selling. So if they do so, we'll have uh, good hockey for the major part of the year. But uh, again, you know, fans have to be patient down the standard because when you rebuild, that's what you have to do. You, you don't want to rush things too much. You let the, the young guys play. And uh, you, like, you, you keep, like, you and you had veteran when you're ready to win. That is George LaRock joining us on the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline at 624 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Reed Wilkins coming up in the next half hour block. Uh, we're going to uh, we're gonna step out, and when we come back, we're going to talk about how far some fans in oil country. You can text me on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. How far are some of you drive? I've got people t- telling me they drive up and down from Grand Prairie every game. It's four and a half hours to come to a game. That's awesome. That's dedication. This is Oilers Now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All I'm going to tell you, it's 627 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer and Brendan Escott with you. We have some really smart listeners and some really smart advertisers. And they taught us something today about the podcast that you and me didn't know. So... Uh, special shout out to Cap this, uh, Captain Jack and Josh mm-hmm. and the gang. Two separate uh, texts on this during the course of the day. Learn a new thing every day, don't we, Brendan? Well, 100%. And the, the fact that our, our listeners are helping us deliver you the best quality out there, I mean, yeah. that's that's a good thing, helping a good thing. Yeah, this show is obviously uh, available over the air. And uh, in the spring book, the Cume uh, Adult 2 Plus for... Uh, it's called full coverage Edmonton and surrounding areas was about 35,000 listeners for a two hour show. Brendan, you did the podcast downloads for the calendar year, August 31st, to August 31st, 22 to 23. Uh, rough total on that was 7.7 million. Yeah. I so people are obviously accessing it and we're going to continue to grow to develop and try to improve on that front. The orders now injury report is brought to you all season long by James H. Brown injury lawyers. When accidents happen, go to James H. Trent Brown uh, and Jim Brown, proud supporters of the Edmonton Oilers, the Edmonton Elks. Trent's going to have a close eye on that. Rick Lalasher now leading the Elks as their CEO in action tomorrow again. Battle of Alberta, 5 p.m. And Brennan will have the countdown to the kickoff show beginning at 3.30.